Hello there, welcome to Marketing It Makes a Difference. And today I've got a very special guest. It's a um, friend and good client, uh, Joe Shiroki, who is CEO of Alta Care Group. Joe, welcome. Thank you, George. Good appreciate to see it. you. You too. Uh, Joe, I appreciate you coming on because uh, Joe has gone through what a lot of uh, clients uh, are concerned about and uh, a lot of people are worried about attempting, and that is a brand name change, a substantial brand name change, right? We didn't keep anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. You really didn't. Uh, your organization was d &E Counseling, right? Correct. And it is now Alta Care Group, and it has two divisions, uh, Alta Head Start and Alta Behavioral Health. Correct. Now, the reason I wanted Joe to come on, and I appreciate him coming, is that um, because so many nonprofit organizations go through this situation and um, need to, actually need to, um, like, like Joe's organization, um, but they get stuck. And the reason they get stuck is for a very common human emotion, which being in behavioral health, Joe's familiar with, and that is? Fear. Fear. Uh, so maybe you could tell uh, tell folks a little bit about uh, you know I want to go over the pros and cons, but what was the biggest con, or what was the what was the fear? Yeah, and I, I can say I have true life experience here because we we knew we needed to make a change because the name that we've had um, has been around for a long time, and there, you know we thought there was nothing wrong with it because we all that was that was home to us. We grew up with that name, but. Um, our organization began growing and expanding in the different areas and we knew that the name we had didn't quite fit anymore. So we were trying to think of a change where we incorporated some of the old name. And um, for what reason? Loyalty, fear of, of getting away from our brand. More than anything, probably fear of the community, not knowing who we were anymore. And your organization before the brand change was, did you say, was it 40 years old or 30? 45 years old. 45 years old, okay. Well, that's so valid concern. Right, so we had that name for 45 years. And, and you we worked there for 30, right? 30, um, oh my gosh, it was 32 now, I think. Okay, so you, Some, you, somewhere lived, around you there. lived with it, so. Right. Okay. And um, we began working with a company to think about branding and rebranding. And we probably had two or three hundred different name brand concepts presented to us. Wow. And uh, we, and really we at that point was I, turned all of them away. Mm -hmm. um, just didn't like any of them. And what I finally had to come to the realization to, and with a little bit of help uh, actually from you, was it wasn't the names, it wasn't the ideas that were being presented to us, it was me. You know, I, I grew up with this brand and this name and I I didn't want to give it up mm -hmm. but I also knew that to move forward with our organization um, we needed to do something different and that's part of what helped me get over that hump and and I noticed that when we are going through the process um, it it seemed like none of the original names ever presented um, before we got involved it, you could imagine your organization going forward with. You know, just couldn't picture you saying that or seeing that and that being your organization. And, and I think That's we walked through a couple exercises with, you know, how, you know, does this fit? And, and part of it's also having, you know, some logical or backstory or um, 
uh, you know, basis for the name change itself. True. Right? And I, I think through all those discussions that we had, um, the thing that came through for me the most was that I had to stop looking at the past 45 years of our operation and start looking to the next 45 years. There we go. And it was a light bulb that came on for me that I knew that our brand as it stood, with the new services that we are providing and the things that we want to do moving forward, wasn't going to work anymore. It didn't represent what you offered. It did not. It did not represent what we were offering or what we hope to offer moving forward over the next 5, 10, and 45 years. Mm -hmm. So it was at that point that then I got excited about making the change. And by me being able to get excited about it, still with some trepidation because it was giving up something I was very loyal to. Um, and then you, then if, if, if I could point out this part, because I'm sure other nonprofit people watching this have this experience. It's not just the CEO, like, like Joe. So once he got, once you got over it, you had other people you had to convince, namely the board, right? The board and, and, and other leadership and our our staff, our leadership. Um, we had been talking with it about the board for a considerable amount of time, and uh, it wasn't until I, uh, so to speak, saw the light about moving forward in the future and was able to convey that to our board that they were able to see that. And I think once they saw that I was enthusiastic about it and you embraced it and I embraced and, yeah. it and they were much more willing to come along mm -hmm. um, and the staff as well it was very important I thought to engage our staff and to help them not only think about a brand change but the reasons behind it and why to help them get quicker to where it took me you know six months to get to in terms of realizing we need to put the past not away but behind us and move forward um, in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And then I, at that point it was um, off to the races. Yeah, and uh, it, I think, you know, there's other cons if we could, you know, mention those. Like and a lot a lot of people are rightfully worried about expense, right? And like you said, As there's legal we. expense to a minimal extent. Yeah, we, we were very concerned about that. Obviously we're a nonprofit and we, you know, we didn't think we would be able to invest a tremendous amount of money into this. And our biggest concern, quite frankly, was what are going to be the legal costs and changing our, our articles of incorporation and updating our 501c3 status and are we going to have to get a new tax ID number. And all of that paperwork uh, went remarkably fast and smooth and at very low cost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just was not an expensive proposition. And so you have, you do have, you know, some printed materials depending on how much uh, your company is paper or paperless, uh, and you have signage, you know, and th issues like that, you know. Yeah, and, and while that was more expensive than the legal process itself, it was also the most exciting, and. Mm -hmm. We, we all had buy-in at that point, and we were really looking forward to, okay, now what can we do to really dress this up? And we did it in a way that we thought was cost-effective for us as a nonprofit. And, um, and it was new, is, and it was exciting, right. you know, right? It, it kind of, you know, I sensed, and, you know, maybe it, maybe it's just optimism on my part, you know, that it seemed to energize staff a little bit. It did. Right? And we engaged our staff. I think it's critically important to engage the staff and in having input into you know, what, what might this final product or logo look like and um, the signs the name, Matt. And in Joe's case, or in uh, Alta's case, you know, Alta, you know, uh, Joe presented to me uh, 
in the early part of our investigation and, and discussions, you know, we look at what kind of company it is and what that company wants, to, that organization wants to represent, and quality and leadership and the very best of top, uh, the highest levels was always one of the first things Joe fed back to me. And you uh, can correct me if, if I'm wrong, but I'm, that was always one of the first things you said, right? So that's where we got Alta Behavioral Health, because Alta, um, in, uh, I believe in both Spanish and English, uh, although I'll get emails if I'm wrong, uh, it, it means high, it, you know, like Alta Vista, a high view, et cetera. So it really seemed like the natural direction to go. And, um, it and we didn't get fit. there quickly. Uh, we, we, one of the things that I, I found very appealing was that we spent many, many hours talking yeah. about um, our organization, but in all the time that we spent, maybe 20% of it was about what are the programs you offer, what are the services you offer. Most of the time was what do you believe in? What's right. your culture? What is your philosophy? What do you guys care about? What are you passionate about? And that's what led us to these consistent themes of high quality, uh, high ec excellence and ethics and all of those good things that eventually led to the name. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, I, I think Nonprofits, because you know it's a different level of commitment, you know, um, than a for-profit company, and, and so many cases, unless it's family-owned, a lot of times there's more loyalty to a nonprofit because the human element. You, you know, many times you're relieving human, uh, relieving human suffering, etc., and um, it, it's it's an emotional attachment that people have, you know, with any company, but more so with nonprofits. So it's a little harder to let go. Except when you look, listen, this is my responsibility as CEO to grow and sustain growth in my organization. So that's what plants the seed to begin with. And and when you see that, listen, for profits. For-profits change more, a lot more frequently their names because they want to appeal to the market. They want to communicate what they offer better, which is what I think these, these new names that your organization has does. And, and so they leave it a little faster. And, and uh, they do face issues like, like uh, you do and, and like you do, but um, it, you'll see if you, if you look at how long somebody's been with a company, that level of resistance to a new brand name is often uh, connected to the number of years somebody has. So if Joe was there for you know, a year and a half, eh, he probably wouldn't have had quite the, the lock on that name, but he grew up with it. I mean, he was there for, it was over 30 years he was using that name, you know, and, and built a great reputation with it. Um, but uh, we'll hear it a year later. Are you happy it changed? Oh, we, we couldn't be happier. And one of the other key things I think is important is that you kept telling us that have faith, make the leap, and once you do, two months into it, you won't have wished you looked back and did it differently. And we had a hard time believing that, but it was absolutely true. And you know, we have a lot of loyalty to our, our former brand and what we grew up in, but uh, two months or so into it, and not even that long, we were, we were all used to be that name. Huh? Yes, we were Alta, and, we were, and we're proud of it. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, it's a great name because it's a great organization. Believe me, uh, and I truly mean that. I, I don't really work with anyone that I don't think are the highest quality people. And Joe exemplifies that. Alta exemplifies that. So it's been a pleasure Thank you, uh, working with you on that, Joe. And I look forward to keep doing that. So you know, I, I suggest if you're for profit or nonprofit, you think, well, maybe my brand isn't representing right now 
what I really offer and what we could do for the people we serve, then really consider a brand name change. It's not as hard as you think it is, especially if you end up with one that makes sense, represents your name better, represents your organization better. Uh, I think you're going to be happy in the long run, right, Joe? Absolutely. So uh, I want to thank you for watching and remember uh, to practice marketing that makes a difference because it makes a difference for you, it makes a difference for your organization, for your family, for your company, and hopefully for the community too. Thanks for watching.